0: So thank you today for checking in to the Point Podcast. And I do want to uh, apologize. I guess it's been a few days since we got an episode out. And uh, I don't know if it's good to say that I've been impressed with myself. Um, I guess that's not a good thing to say. But I am kind of proud of myself for not letting many days like that slip by. Uh, But I do apologize. The last few days have been kind of crazy. And so getting a podcast episode out, um, I do apologize for that. But hopefully now we're going to get back in the swing of continually to walk through. I just said (laughs) continually. Continuing continuing to walk through the book of Acts um, as we are now in chapter 22, and Acts only has 28 chapters, so we are getting close to the end. And uh, man, so if you haven't listened to the last podcast, I'd encourage you to go do that because that sets up so importantly what we're about to get to in chapters 22 and 23. It's kind of amazing to me how much time the Bible spends here on Paul being in Jerusalem and Paul being here because it's such a big deal. And so Acts 21 um, ended with uh, Paul making it to Jerusalem, right? But on the last day of Passover and and on the last day of that, a a riot basically breaks out and it's over Paul because all these Jewish people and these Jewish zealots are really mad that Paul is preaching to Gentiles and letting Gentiles um, come into the church and all these things. So they basically, the end of the chapter, they pull Paul in front of this riot and in chapter 22, Paul is addressing this crowd. So just imagine in your head, just as vivid of a picture as you can, Um, Paul is sitting here about to be preaching, um, about to be proclaiming and defending himself, and there is a riot of angry Jewish people around him. So that is the scene. So let's read, uh, we're going to read 1 through 21 today, but we're going to read 1 through 4, um, or excuse me, 1 through 5 to start off, and we'll, we'll get to the next one. So it says, brothers and fathers, this is Paul talking, it says, listen now to my defense before you. And when they heard that he was addressing them in the Hebrew language, they became even quieter. He continued, I am a Jewish man, born of Tarsus of Cilicia, but brought up in this city at the feet of Gamaliel, and I'm a Jewish man, Uh, Excuse me, uneducated according to the strict view of the patriarchal law, being zealous for God just as all of you are today, I persecuted this way to the death, binding and putting both men and women in jail, as both the high priest and the whole council of elders can testify about me. After I received letters from to the brothers, I traveled to Jerusalem or to Damascus to bring those who were prisoners there to be punished in Jerusalem. And so, what you're seeing the setup there in those first five verses is Paul's testimony, right? Paul. Paul's beginning to say, hey, this is who I was before Christ. But look at what Paul begins to do in verses six through 21. He is describing the events of Acts chapter nine. So I'd encourage you, if you want to, go back and listen to the podcast on Acts chapter nine or go back and read it because this is what Paul is about to describe. He says in verse six, as I was traveling near Damascus, about noon, an intense light from heaven suddenly flashed around me. I fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to me, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? I answered, who are you, Lord? And he said to me, I am Jesus the Nazarene, the one whom you are persecuting. Now those who were with me saw the light, but they did not hear the voice of the one who was speaking to me. Then I said, What should I do, Lord? And the Lord told me, Get up and go to Damascus, and there you will be told about everything that is assigned for you to do. Since I couldn't see because of the brightness of that light, I was led by hand by those who were with me and came into Damascus. Someone named Ananias, a devout man according to the law, having a good reputation with all the Jews residing there, came up and stood by me and said, "'Brother Saul, regain your sight.'" And in that very hour, I looked up and saw him. Then he said, The God of our fathers has appointed you to know his will, to see the righteous one, and to hear the sound of his voice. For you will be a witness for him to all the people of what you have seen and heard. And now, why delay? Get up and be baptized, and wash your sins by calling on his name. After I came back to Jerusalem and was praying in the temple complex, I went into a visionary state and saw him telling me, Hurry and get out of Jerusalem quickly because they will not accept your testimony about me. But I said, Lord, they know that in the synagogue after synagogue, I had those who believed in you imprisoned and beaten. And when the blood of your witness, Stephen, was being shed, I was standing by and approving, and I guarded the clothes of those who killed him. Then he said to me, go, because I will send you far away to the Gentiles. So what is so cool here? is you have an amazing template of the Apostle Paul laying out his testimony. And here's what I want to encourage you with as you're listening today. You have a testimony to declare just like Paul was declaring here. I mean, the template for Paul is so simple. He says, hey guys, in verses one through five, this is who I was before Jesus. Right? There was a life of me before Christ, but then Jesus showed up in my life. And verses six through 21 is what happened to me after I met Jesus. And here's what I would encourage you with is your story is exactly the same. Here's our statement for the day. You sharing your testimony is simply you sharing what Jesus has done in your life. That's simply it. You sharing your testimony is simply sharing what Jesus has done in your life. Um, just like all of history, we define it as BC and AD, right before Christ and after. Domain. There, there is a BC and an AD in your life. That there is your life before Christ. There is your life after Christ. I know. I know my life, man. I, I grew up in church, and so I never really had you know issues of like drugs and sex and alcohol and all that stuff. Like I just I never was around those things because I gave my life to the Lord when I was twelve years old. But what that looked for me was was in before Christ, man, it was a life of just religious works. It, it was a life of, man, I, I did church stuff because I had to, and I did church stuff because that's what I was supposed to do and all these things. And what what I never really realized until I was 12 years old at camp was, man, that I was a sinner, right? That I had rebelled against God and there was no good enough works. There was no much church attendance, no amount of church attendance that could make up and cleanse my sin. And it was there that I realized that I needed Jesus to save me, not just me doing all this religious stuff to save myself. And so what's funny for me is is my life certainly looked different. I feel like I, I, I approached church and I approached ministry and I approached doing things for the Lord with so much more joy and so much more freedom and liberty after that moment. But but it wasn't like a crazy, like, hey, I was an alcoholic this day, then I met Jesus and I wasn't, right? So there was a ton of outward stuff that kind of looked the same because I was already doing all that stuff anyway. But, man, the Lord completely changed my heart, completely changed it to something that, man, I'm not doing this to in order to achieve and earn my salvation but man I get to do this in response to the salvation that Jesus has given me and that I've been given through Christ and so that's my testimony I'd encourage you you have a testimony too if you've placed your faith in Christ you have a BC and an AD a life before Christ and a life after Christ I'd encourage you two things today Write that down on a piece of paper. Get it to where you can explain it. Like I just did my story in in less than a minute. And you can tell someone, this is who I was before Jesus. This is who I am after Jesus. And then once you formulate that in your head, take time today. And I'd encourage you to find someone that you can share that with find someone like you can where paul was doing here where he shares with these people hey this is who i was before jesus and this is who i am after jesus because that's simply what sharing your testimony is sharing your testimony is simply sharing what jesus has done in your life and paul lays out an incredible template for us here in that thanks so much for listening the point is a ministry of first baptist church indian trail for high school students